Different believers in the Bible are famous for different sins, different things that they've done wrong. Cain killed Abel. Peter denied Jesus. Judas betrayed Jesus. The list goes on from there. And then of course, there's David. David who had that uh, sinful trio of things that he did, where he had an affair, had a drunken cover-up plan, and then had murder that happened. It never should have happened. There's something that's there in 2 Samuel chapter 11 that shows that this never should have happened. A day that David wishes he could take back, but pride was mixed in that had him there. So what's the story? What's this account if you haven't heard this before? Well, David's at home and he's at his palace and he, he looks out over his kingdom and he happens to see this beautiful woman who's bathing on a rooftop. That seems rather weird to us, but it's something they did back then. Water, of course, came on the rooftop. They would collect it. David couldn't help what he saw necessarily, but what he did with it, especially, that was the sin. He calls for this woman up to his palace, finds out that she's married, and he still sleeps with her. She ends up becoming pregnant, gives him the note, and then he tries this massive cover-up plan, bringing back her husband who was fighting for David on the front lines. And when he doesn't go home to be with his wife, David gets this guy killed. Again, this never should have happened. Morally, I mean, morally, obviously, this never should have happened. Uh, David never should have taken this woman who wasn't his wife into his home. But 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 1 says this. When the kings went off to war in springtime, and, and that's exactly what, what happened in those days. The kings after winter would go out and they'd fight their battles and all the kings and all the army and they would all go. David didn't. David stayed. Pride mixed in with maybe apathy. My army is the most powerful, vicious force that's out there. They don't need me. And he stays back. And those idle hands end up doing some horrible things. And then pride mixed with shame when he finds out that Bathsheba is pregnant. And then this whole cover-up plan and murder ends up happening. David is famous for this horrible sin that was there. I don't know that you can exactly relate to this story. I kind of doubt you've ever been on your rooftop looking over and saw a beautiful woman doing that on her rooftop and then uh, brought her or that person into your house and then uh, an affair happens and a baby happens and murder happens. I I'm just kind of guessing that hasn't happened for you. But for each and every one of us, we have fallen. Pride causes this abuse of power. David layered lie upon lie upon lie. And, and so have we. We layer lie upon lie when we get caught in sin. We're not quick to repent. Pride covers it up even more. How well did that work out for David? Not too well, right? How well is that going to work out for you? Well, not very well. Because even if you can keep all the lies straight of everyone here on this earth, God knows. And God says this about our lies and our pride of our cover-up. It warns us. This is in Romans. Each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. And one day, you and I are going to stand in judgment before God. And that moment, it's too late. It's too late for you and I at that point to say, God, I'm, I'm truly sorry. 
the time for that repentance, the, the time to stop that cover-up, it's truly right now. For David, it didn't happen until Nathan the prophet came to him. And Nathan looked David right in the eye and said, David, you are the man, and called him out for that prideful cover-up and all that sin. And David confessed his sins. And Nathan announced to him the beauty of God's incredible forgiveness. David wrote psalm after psalm about the comfort that is in God. May I be a Nathan to you, even though my name is John. God says, stop. Be done. Stop the, the endless circle of all the lies layering and then layering and layering on top. End that hurt. End that worry that other people are going to find out about it. Confess. Confess your sins to God. And you can be forgiven. Talk to your local pastor. Confess what has gone wrong in your life to him. Talk to your local pastor. Talk to a pastor Nathan, so to speak, in your area. Who cares about your soul? Who cares about your eternity? Who will be able to announce to you and give to you the incredible grace of God's forgiveness? Because the Lord tells us this. If we confess our sins, God, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And wouldn't it be great to feel pure once again? It happens with that confession. When you confess to others, when you confess to your local pastor, confess and you'll be forgiven. Let's pray. Lord God, help us. Help us to have Nathans in our lives. People who are willing to call us out in our sins and in our wrongs and help us to stop the cover-up game. It just doesn't help. It just makes things worse, worse, worse in our lives. Help us to find local churches where we can have local pastors that can be there for us face-to-face -to, -face to announce, God, your incredible grace. Give us that blessing and give us that peace because in Jesus, we have it. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, it's Pastor Mike. A really small step that could be a really big blessing to our ministry and to the kingdom of God is you taking just a second to rate and review this podcast. You probably know how algorithms work. More people get to hear about this podcast and most importantly, hear about Jesus when you do. So thanks for helping us out and may God bless you today.